Okay, we'll start today with the different inyanim that I did not get to explain yesterday. One of the things that I didn't get to mention yesterday was it was a Namuki Yasef. I think it's a famous Namuki Yasef. The Namuki Yasef asks the following Shaila. The Gemara, the Gemara says that when you mazik somebody with fire, Eish, the reason you chayiv is because Ishoi Mishum Just like if you throw an arrow at someone, so you can't say that I threw the arrow, but then the arrow flew. It flew by itself. Don't you think it flew by itself? When you threw it, so it's your action that you chayiv for. So says the Nebuchadnezzar Yasef, it's the same thing. So the Gemara actually says, sorry, the Gemara says, it's the same thing with lighting a fire. Why am I chayiv if I light a fire on my property and then I travel to someone else's property? The answer is that it's because it's like you threw a chetz. That's what the Gemara says. So now the Nebuchadnezzar Yasef says, based on this, we could answer, we could ask that is a simple question. What happens when a person lights Shabbos candles and then continues burning on Shabbos? How could you do that? Even though you lit it before Shabbos, but the entire time that it's burning, is, it's, it relates back to you that you're doing this. Just like when you throw a chetz, you can't say that I threw it, but after I left my hand, I have nothing to do with it. No, the whole thing is your maisa. So the same thing when you light Shabbos candles, the whole continuation when the fire burns is all your maisa. So how could you light Shabbos candles before Shabbos? Good question. So the Nebuchadnezzar Yasef says, no, the pshat of Isha Mishum is that it's your action when you lit the fire, when you threw the chetz. Everything that happens afterwards, that's not... There's no maisa that you're doing then. The point that it's your maisa is that everything that develops later is already there, nichlal, in the second that you threw it, in the second that you, that you lit the fire. On Shabbos, you didn't do anything. There are, that's the Mukiyesu's answer to this question. There are other Mufarshim. We'll get back to our Sunni in a second. You can probably see already the connection. If you're thinking about what I said yesterday. There are other Mepharshim that say, that's not the answer to the question. Even in Tim that when you throw a chetz or when you light a fire, every rega that the fire burns, it's you doing it. And that's why you're chayv, you're responsible as a mazik. However, on Shabbos, you're not going to be chayv. Because the iser of doing malacha on Shabbos is not to do an actual maisa malacha. So even if it's true that every single rega, it's misyach is back to you as if you're doing it now, but self self, your body is shavis. Your body is not moving. Your body moved before, and because of that, every movement of the chayfitz is as if you're moving it now. Because you inserted your energy in it, so every single second you're moving it. But the pile, presently, your body is resting. So therefore, you're not going to be high for that either. It's two different answers here. I don't know if you realize what I just said. Two different answers. One answer is that the, what you did, you did the first second. Everything that happens afterwards, you're not doing. Elamai, what happens afterwards, you did it the first second. It's done the first second, as far as you're concerned. Or no, every single second you're doing it. Every single second you're bringing that fire there, you're bringing that chetz to the other person's property, every single second. These two ifanim are the two ifanim of our sugya b'negeyat that I explained yesterday. The only reason a zayrik is chayev, even though the hanocha happens memela, he never did hanocha. So why is the zayrik chayev? So the answer is because even though the hanocha seemingly is happening memela, but it's not. You're doing the hanocha by throwing it. You're doing the hanocha. But how are you doing the hanocha when when you throw it? Is the pshat because the hanocha is nichlal in the etzem maisa azrike right in the beginning? Or is the pshat, no, Danoch is not nichlal in the etzem maisa azrike in the beginning. Where every rega of the hiluch of this chayfetz is your hiluch, is your action that you're doing. 
And this is the machlaikis, just to, to, to go back to the last point I said yesterday at the end of the year, this is the machlaikis between Rashi and Rabbeinu Hananam. Rashi holds that the Hanoche that is happening, why is it the Zoyrik's Hanoche? Because the Hanoche is included in the Zerike. It's Kolo in the Zerike. When I'm Zoyrik, the Hanoche is there. That's why the, the Zoyrik is high. Therefore, Rashi says, what happens if someone else comes and does a different Hanoche? That different Hanoche was not Kolo in the Zerike. Which Hanoche was Kolo in the Zerike? The Hanoche that this Zerike was potentially going to cause. But what if the actual Hanoche was something else? That actual Hanoche was never called in the Zerike. So if the only reason your Mayach is the Hanoche back to the Zerike is mitzah the fact that the Hanoche is already there in this Man Azrike, or in the Pulas Azrike, if someone else, Akram Mimkayim Evekibbal, we can say what Rashi says at the end of the Yom, Le'ovid Hanoche. Didn't do Hanoche at all. Mashenka Rabbeinu Hananel disagrees. Mashenka Rabbeinu Hananel holds that every single rega and the hiluch of the chayfits, I'm doing this. So until the last moment, no matter where it ends up landing, I'm doing this. It's me. So even if the mokim anoch is going to change, it doesn't change the fact that the hiluch of the chayfits every single moment was the zayrik's hiluch. Every rega, ki'ilu the zayrik is doing, is holding it and taking it there. Just like when you hold it in your hand and put it down. So Mainaf Kamin, if it ended up landing in the original place where it was supposed to land, or it landed in a different place. Mainaf Kamin. There's one Afkamin. And Afkamin is that Anachanami, I'm doing every single rega of this Hanoche, but the specific spot of where it ended up landing, that I didn't do. Someone else did intervene and brought it to a different Makkim Prati that I didn't do. Mitzad, my Zrike could have landed somewhere else. It's the Hanoch of the other person that intervened, it landed Dafke here. So the Mokim Prati of it is talking about me. But the Etzim Hanoch, the fact that there's a Hiluch and the Chayfetz arrived here, that is still the Zayrik. So here's another point where Rashi and Rabbein Hananel are Mcholik. Rabbein Hananel says, it doesn't matter if the Mokim Prati of the Chayfetz doesn't relate back to the Zayrik. It's still going to be Chayf. The Akir is his, the Hanoch is his, it doesn't matter if the Mokim Prati is not his. Ashenkin Rashi holds, uh, Rashi says in the beginning of the Ovid, Lo yis Avid Even though you did the Akira and the Hanoch, but the specific place of the Hanoch you didn't do, that someone else did. So therefore you're going to be part of This second point, what's the Machlaikis, what's the Shairish Machlaikis between Rashi and Rabbein Hanano? So Bikitzer, or at least L'chidudi, if, if you remember anything that I said, B'negeya to the Machlaikis between Rashi and Tesis, B'negeya to what Melech HaSaitzah is, Nu, Tired and Mendi, let's go. How is this connected to the general Machlaikis of Rashi and Tesis, B'negeya to Melech HaSaitzah? Again, the, Nukudu, the, the second Nukudu that they're arguing about is, there's the Mokim Prati of the Hanoche, the specific spot of the Hanoche, also have to be the Zayriks, in order to be Chayiv or not. As long as he is the one that's bringing the Etzim Anoche, even without the specific Mokim, he'll also be Chayiv. Depends what the Malachi is. If the Malachi is the Pu'ula, the Pu'ula of moving in the Eifan of Hitzah, but the Malachi is just the Pu'ula, so as long as every single second of the Pu'ula is Mesiaches to the Zayrik, Chayiv. And the Mokim Prati where it ended up landing, someone intervened and brought it here and not there. But my Navkimina, every single second till the very last second is with the Kayach HaHiluch of what I inserted in the Chayfetz and I'm there until, I'm present in this Malach until the last moment. Mashenkin Rashi's Shete is the Gedder of Malach HaSaitzah, the Chiv of Malach HaSaitzah is not the Pu'ola. Not just for the Pu'ola itself. I explained this in Chaydish Elul. Cheshvin, Kislev, many times. I'm not going to go through this whole thing again, but just in the Kudah. According to Rashi, the gather of Malach HaSaitzah is not the Etzem Pu'ula. It's the change, it's the Shini and the Hefzeh that it, it came to a new, a new space, and the very fact that it's in a new place, as a new Kvius in this place, that's Geir and Ki'ilu, there was a Shini and the Hefzeh. So according to Rashi, the Mok and Prati of where the Hefzeh is, Befeidish matters. 
the Mokin Prati of where that Chayfetz is now planted and where it's Kavua, where it ends up landing, is a, an integral part of the Malacha. And if the Mokin Prati where it lands has no Shaykhs to the Zayrik, it's not going to be Chayv. Okay. Now, let's take all of this and look at the Iboy of the Gemara. Actually, before we go to the Iboy of the Gemara, Shittul Aran. I asked a question, so I should answer it. The Shittul Aran says that this whole thing is Pshita. This whole thing that if you threw it, and now someone else is the one that made the Hanukkah because he intervened, so the Shittul Aran says, of course you Potter. The Zayrik didn't do the Hanukkah. The other guy intervened and did the Hanukkah. Ah, Pshita that you Potter. So what is the answer? No. So that if the Zayrik had kavane, that the Makabal should intervene and catch it, that you would be chayiv. Kamash that your kavane doesn't help. So the question I asked yesterday was, is, what, what kind of a havamin is that? I would have thought if the second guy does the malacha, I should be chayiv. Kamash Mulan, no, you're not chayiv. Why should I think you should be chayiv if someone else is doing it? So the Tadits is very poshit. If the person has the chathchile kavana that it should land in the other person's hands, that he should intervene and it should land in his hands. So maybe over here in this case I say that ha gufe is nichlal in his original zrika. And chanami, bederach klal, what the shitlaran is saying is as follows. Even if you're going to say that bederach klal, when the other person intervenes, so then the, the, the hanoche, where it happened. Has no shaykhs to my akira originally, to my zirika that is originally, why not? Because my zirika lechatchile was supposed to land in one place. It ended up landing in a different place. So how could you say that where it ended up landing is kol in my, in my zirika? It's not kol in my zirika. Mitzad my zirika wasn't supposed to land there. But it's a svara to say, if that was your machshava, that was your whole kavana that it should land in that place, so then that place where it ends up landing is kolol in your zrika in the first place. Maybe if there's a svara to say that it is kolol. In other words, the point is, the mitzis doesn't necessarily matter. Why does it necessarily Let me explain this a little better a second. This nekuda, that when I throw something, it's ke'ilu, not ke'ilu, the hanoche is kolol in the akir in the beginning. Is it kolol in the beginning? It's not kolol in the beginning. The hanoche develops later. Elamai, Hagam the Mitzvah says that the Hanocha happens later, but the Torah says, Mitzad the Pu'ula that you did, it's as if you did a Hanocha now. When Torah says that it's as if you did a Hanocha now, did you do a Hanocha now? You didn't do a Hanocha now. The Hanocha is happening later. But Afal Pikain, we relate that Hanocha of later back to you, and in what way, to what extent do we relate it back to you? Not that later you're doing it, no, this Rega. Right in the beginning, when you throw it, it's keilu you're throwing it right now to that place. And it's as if you did the Hanukkah now. So this whole thing that the Hanukkah relates back to you is a keilu. it's a din. Keilu, I did the Hanukkah right now. Says the Ran, maybe when you had a machshove that it should land in a certain person's hand, even though that person is going to intervene with the Hanukkah, but maybe that machshove that you had is good enough for us to consider now as if the hanokha that is going to happen there is as if you did it now. The whole thing is a keilu. The whole thing is that we consider it as if the hanokha is here now. Maybe your machshove that you wanted it to happen in this way is good enough of a reason to consider it as if that place where it ends up landing is called what you did now. So the Gemara, no. The machshove is not going to be this. You have to look just at the pa'ula. Is the pa'ula done in a certain in, the, in a way that it's kail this hanacha that's going to happen later? So then it's kail it. The machshave cannot be kail it. Machshave is not going to be piled to say that it's as if the hanacha that happened there is kail in the zirik in the beginning. That's the pshat in the shittul aran. Okay, if you, if you understood what I said, is good. If not, let's go weiter. The main thing I want to get to is the ibay of the gemara. So I read this yesterday, but I'm going to go this over again, and we're going to explain the boy here. So Rabbi Yechanan asks the question: Boy, Rabbi Yechanan is already chayfetz v'nekarum imkoyim ayvachaz avikiblo imahu. Mykami boy lei 
אמר עבד אברהב, שני כרכס בו דמך קמי בוי לשני כרכס בו דמך קודמך דומי וחי ודום וכשני בני אדם דומי ופוטר. If you learn this Gemara, if, you, if I would be tre- t- teaching, teaching this Gemara for children, how do, you, how do you touch the words of this Gemara? What's the simple, simple shot of what it says in this Gemara? The Gemara here is saying, as I, when you have two people, so that's Pasha, it's two different people, they have nothing to do with each other. When you have one person, and he does one pu'ula, so for sure, it's one person. Because it's not only one person, it's also one pu'ula. How about if you have one person with two polis? So that's like an in-between case. Should I say one person is doime to one person? Again, should I say one person that did two polis is doime to one person that did one polis? Should I say one person that does two polis is doime to two people? That's what it looks like the Gemara is saying here. It's like an in-between case. There's a tzad to say that he's like one person because Sof Sof is one person. It's sad to say that he's like two people, because of self, this one person did two polis. Maybe he's diamond to two people. That's what it look, that's the Pirish Amilis of the Gemara. But that makes absolutely no sense. There's no way you can touch a Gemara this way. What kind of a concept is this? That when you have one person doing two things, so now the, because he did two things, it becomes a split person. Now there's a Psashtikal Svarit to say that maybe he's like two people. What kind of music is this? Talking up somewhere about a nefshul kiss, nefshul bahamis, so, so maybe it's not the same person. Nefshul kiss is gam b'shasachet, hoi sebom noiti is barach, and the nefshul bahamis is doing an aveda. They're like, it's like one has nothing to do with the other. That's, that's the title of this Gemara. It's a dovera poshut, one person is one person. Just because one person is doing two pu'ulis, there's a tzad loyma that he should become like two people. What does this mean? So what does Rashi say? So Rashi says, this is Shnayim Shasua. So this Rashi is a huge pella. How could Rashi say it's Shnayim Shasua? This is basically the question that I said yesterday that Taisu Sarash asks. How could you call this Shnayim Shasua? It's one person. Okay, it's two polis. So what? Shnayim Shasua. And I think the big pella on this Rashi is... Rashi doesn't say that it's doimet tishnaim shasua. Rashi doesn't say any, not even, and no chafadimian. Dahave luhu shnaim shasua. This is an example of shnaim shasua without any chafadimian. Which is another reason why the simple pshat of the Gemara is not true. That I said before. If you read the Gemara of Apashas, you would think what the Gemara is saying is this is a case with this. It's sad that it's Daimit to Shnaim Shasua. There's a sad that it's Daimit to one person. And the question is, where is it more Daimit to? That's not what Rashi says. Rashi says the Gemara has a sad to say that this is Shnaim Shasua. Explain me, how is that possible? How is it possible Shnei Kaychis Badem Echad is Shnaim Shasua? It's a Pela Otsum. Not only that, what does Rashi say afterwards? He didn't allow the chafetz to land where it was should have. So what does Rashi say here? Rashi says, nah, the problem is there's an akira kamaisa beloyanocha. So Rashi just switched. In the beginning, Rashi says, what's the reason why you put there? Because it's Shaim Shasua. What does Rashi say in the end of this Rashi? You're not potter because of Shnaim Shasua. You potter because you didn't do Anocha. There's an Akira below Anocha. That's the point that we learned before. When you do an Akira below Anocha, so then you potter. Over here as well, there's an Akira below Anocha. Even when the person himself runs and goes and catches a chafetz that he run, ran. So what happened over here? So you have the Akira that he did. Usually the Akira is Kailula Hanocha. But over here, he intervened and caught the chayfet's not in the place where it should have landed. So now the akira is befeirish, not kailala hanocha. Now it stays just a akira alone. And then afterwards he also did a hanocha. He did an akira separately and a hanocha separately. So the akira kamaisa is beloy hanocha. That's what this case is. So the question is two problems. Number one, why is Rashi switching from what he said in the beginning? Is the reason he's potter because it's shnaim shasua? Or is the reason that he's potter because it's akira beloy hanocha? The next question is, who cares if it's an Akira Kamaisa Beloy Anocha? Who cares? So the, the Akira Kamaisa is Beloy Anocha. But then afterwards he caught it, so you have the Anocha. The only reason why by every Zrike you need the Zrike to be Kailula Hanocha 
is because the Hanukkah is happening Mimela. If you're not going to say the Zriki is Kailala Hanukkah, so the Hayy being Machai of the Zayrik. The Hanukkah is happening Mimela. But if he himself is doing the Hanukkah, so then what do you need the Zriki to be Kailala Hanukkah for? He did the Zriki, which is an Akira, and he did the Hanukkah as well. He did both. The Akira Kamais is Boloy Hanukkah, and then comes the Hanukkah, just like every single Malacha Saitzah, when you do it when, with Meshit with your hand. The Akira is Kailala Hanukkah, the Akira is not Kailala Hanukkah. You do an Akira, and then you do a Hanukkah. So what's the problem? What is Rashi saying here? Okay, this is a very big problem, this Rashi. It's a shot over here. Taisus uses a little bit of a different lashon than Rashi. Taisus does not say that the Akira Kamaisa is below Yanocha. What does Taisus say? It's not Noch Mikoya Chazairik. Rashi is talking about Akira. Taisus is talking about the Zairik. It's not Noch Mikoya Chazairik. A little bit of Rashi's lashon Lachaira is more Meduyik. The Akira Kamaisa is without Anacha. Usually by Zrike Akira is Kailul Anacha. Here the Akira Kamaisa is Veloy Anacha. But when Taisa says, Leinach Mikaya Chazairik, if you're talking about the Zairik, the Gavra, that Zairik is also the Maniach. The Zairik is the Maniach as well. He ran, he caught it, and so he's doing the Zrike and he did the Anacha. Fine, it's two different Paulus. But Rashi is not talking about the Paula. Rashi, uh, sorry, Taisa that is. Taisa is not talking about the Paula. Taisa is talking about the person, the Zairik. It's not true. Fetish was not Mikayach Hazairik. The Zairik is not the Maniach. What, is, what does this Lashon and Taisus mean? And then Taisus says, I don't know what the Mechadom is. I don't know what the Mechadom is. I don't know what the Mechadom is. Taisus uses the Lashon of Domi. Taisus does use the Lashon of Domi. The question is, is it Domi to Shnaim Shasua or not? So I think this is another Shinui between Rashi and Taisus. Rashi says, it is Shnaim Shasua. Or it's not Shnaim Shasua. Taisus over here says, the question is whether it's Domi to Shnaim Shasua or is it not enough Domi to Shnaim Shasua? A little bit of a difference. So what's going on over here? So I think the only way to understand this is if we first understand a little bit better what the concept of Shnaim Shasua Peturin is. Okay, you ready? A little bit deeper to understand what's this musig of Shnaim Shasua Peturin. So this toy Fanamaki, how you could explain this. The Pashtus. What's the Pashtus, the reason why Shnaim Shasua is Potter? Because I only did half of the Malacha, the other half I didn't do. Pashtus. The Titus says, es kula, only if you do the whole Malachi Yechayev, but if you do half of it, so you only did half, you didn't do the other half. That's, that's why you're Pater. But, if this is true, if you're listening to what I'm saying, what does that mean? The half that you did do, did you do? That half of the Malachi that, that you did do, you did do. The reason you're Pater is not because you didn't do half. The reason you're Pater is because you didn't do the other half. The half that I did, I did. But the half is not enough. You have to do the whole malach. That's the Xeris Akasov. Basai says kula. But then you could say that it goes a step deeper. When you do a half a malacha, even the half that you did is not a malacha. Why? The shame of the malacha is the full malacha. If you only do half of the malacha, that half that you did does not have the name of the malacha on it. What makes malacha saitzah malacha saitzah? When you have an Akir and a Hanach, the combination of the two, Akir and Hanach, creates this action that's called Hoytzah. What happens if you have just an Akir? So what's the Pshat? You have half, you have nothing. It's not, it doesn't have the shame Malach HaSaitzah on it. The Rebbe says it depends. What I'm talking about over here is, I mean, if you remember, I spoke about this. The Rebbe in the Sichin Chel speaks about this, whether part of the Malacha has the name of the Malacha. If a person is doing a part of the malacha, and he plans on doing the other half as well, so then even before he gets to the second half, the first half is already a haschol of that malacha. And it already has the shame of the malacha on it. But if a person is doing a half, 
and he's not going to do the other half. So then the first half doesn't have the shame of the Malacha Bechlau. He's not going to do the other half. So then why are you potter when you did a half a malacha? This is sort of to say, the reason why you potter is not because I only did half and I didn't do the other half. The reason why you potter is because even the half that you did, is not, you, didn't, you didn't do a half of a malacha either. It's garnish katan. Even the chedek you did, it doesn't have a shame malacha until you do the whole thing. Elamai, you could argue... And a chanami, if I only do half, it doesn't have the shame of the malacha on it. But I did half, and the other person finished off the other half. Someone did finish off the other half. So over here you could say, the malacha got finished by somebody, so I'm mitzad of the two parts of the malacha, to call it a shame malacha. Each half has a shame malacha on it. And my the only problem is that I only did one half, and he did the other half. So we're both potter. Or you could say, maybe no. I'm not mitzad of my half to his half to give it a shame malacha. I did my half, he did his half. My half, kishalatzma, has no shame malacha on it. His half that he did kishalatzma also has no shame malacha on it. If you want to, you understand what I'm saying or not? If you want to narrow it down in simple English, so then the shaila is, is the ptur of shnaim shasu a ptur mitzad gavre or is it a ptur mitzad hefza? That's basically what I'm saying in different words. Not exactly, but the daimel is that. Well? You said in simple English. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is the pshat that you did a half a malacha? As far as what you did, mitzad the malacha, Reuven did a half a malacha, Shimon did a half a malacha. Two people, each one did a half a malacha. Elamai, but you, did, you didn't do the full malacha. What you did, you did. What you didn't do, you didn't do. Or no, the tour is deeper. Mitzad had some hefts of the malacha. This is this is not malacha seitzah. Half of malacha seitzah is not malacha seitzah. If we're going to learn, so according to Rashi, this is this, this gufa is the suffolk of the Gemara here. This is the suffolk of the Gemara. Out to tight shnayim shasua. If you're going to learn the pshat of shnayim shasua, pturin is that I did not do anything. I did not do any malacha. It's not only because someone else did the other half. The reason why you bought it is because you did not do anything. That's exactly what's going on over here. That's exactly what's happening here. Bishas, you did the zrike. So the zrike was not kailal any anacha bechlal. So what is the zrike? The zrike is just an akira itself. After you went and you caught it in a place which was not connected to the original Zerika. So what happens? So now you have an Akira that's not connected to a Hanukkah. And then you have a Hanukkah that's not connected to the Akira. You have two parts of a Malachah that, that are not connected to one another. By every Malachah Saitzah, the Akira is one long action that brings to the Hanukkah, wherever you decide to drop it. How does it work by Zerika? So usually in the ear, it drops itself, and therefore I say that the Hanukkah that happened is connected to, this, to the Akira. So it's one long thing. So I have a full Malacha, and therefore it has a Shei Malacha on it. What happens if you do a Zerika, which was Kailola Hanukkah, but then you went and did a different Hanukkah, so now the Akira became a Yosem. The Akira doesn't have a Hanukkah, and the Hanukkah doesn't have a Akira. They're, they're separated from each other. A Bazai two halves of a malacha, it doesn't have the shame of a malacha b'chlal. The Akira has no shame malacha seitzah on it. The Hanukkah has no shame malacha seitzah on it either. You can't be inside of these two things. That's exactly what the Ptur of Shnaim Shasua is. Why are you Ptur by Shnaim Shasua? Because even the half that you did do doesn't have a shame malacha seitzah b'chlal. That's what this is. If the Akira Kamaisa is below Hanukkah, that is the Ptur of Shnaim Shasua. That's the tzad to say that you'd be potter. On the other hand, though, the other tzad is, no, maybe the pshat of shnaim shasup turin is poshiter. The pshat of shnaim shasup turin is because, yes, the half of the malacha that I did, I did do, but the other half I didn't do. The other half someone else did. Some potter. So over here, the half of the malacha, you did one half and you did the other half. When I did the first half, it has a shame of Malachi Saitsa on it. When I did the other half, it also has a shame of Malachi Saitsa on it. And I did both halves. Every time by Shnaim Shasua, each half, Befetish has shame Malachi Saitsa on it. Element, the problem is, someone else did the other half. I didn't do the other half. The half that I did, I did do. 
So what happens if you did both halves? If you did both halves, you're going to be chayev. That's the other tzad. So it's poshut ha It's not a shayla whether this is doimet the shnaim shasua or not. Depending on how you explain shnaim shasua will be the shayla whether this is an example of shnaim shasua or not. Ah, this is Rashi. This is Rashi. Taisus, however, learned a little bit by Fenacher. Taisus learns that it's a Dovera Poshot, that Be'etzem, the Ptur of Shnaim Shasua, is a Ptur and the Gavra. <coughs> half you did, and half you didn't do. Half someone else did. <coughs> and therefore, when you have one person, you have Shnei Kaiches Badem Mechad, there's no Seichel in the world to say that two Kaiches in the same person should be equivalent to two different people. Why in the world? Does it make any sense? LMI, however, what Teisvis holds is, the Gemara is asking, maybe I should say that this case is at least doime. It's doime to the case of Shnaim Shosu. Why is it doime? Because over here, soft, soft, you have two parts of a malacha, and each part it does not connect to the other part. In every malacha, the haschal of the malacha and the gemar of the malacha are connected to each other. Here you have two halakim of the malacha that have no hemshech beinayim. The akira does not lead to any hanacha, and the hanacha did not happen because of the akira. You have two parts of the malacha that have nothing to do with each other. So maybe the gemara has a akira. The gemara has a tzad to say, just like we learn from the pasuk that when there's two people doing a malacha, you potter. That's taka the pshat. The pshat is because it's two people. Places learns like that sad. But maybe when you have the hefts of the malacha that's split into two, maybe it's also daimit to that. So it's not exactly the same thing, but it's bedaimelizeh. Hey, yes, there's two parts of the malacha that don't connect to one another, so I could ke'ilu say that I have a zaydik and I have a maniach. I, the zaydik and the maniach, is the same person. But because this, the, the same person is doing two polis that are unrelated to each other, so Legabi this Malacha, he's Ke'ilu like two people. So it's Daimit to Shnaim uh, Shasur. That's one side. And the second side is no, it's not Daimit. It's a question of whether it's Daimit. That's in the Lashon of Taisvis. That's why Taisvis uses the Lashon Zayrik. The question is should I say that? It's Ke'ilu, I have a Zayrik and a Maneach, two different people. I, it's the same person, but a Yais Mitzah, the Hefts of the Malacha, they don't connect. So it's Daima enough to two people that the Tater said, you Potter. Over here also, it's Ke'ilu, it's two people that you Potter. Or no, maybe not, or maybe it's not Daima enough. That's the Pshat according to Taisus. Okay, that's one of Ben Hanano. So the Taisus weiter. Ben Hanano, God is Ipche. Shnei Ben Yadam Dami Vechayev Dama Leilam Bekayim Mevekibol Chayev Achanan Mekibolu Atzmei Velechotve Meluchay Lechayev Lo Yisavad Machshafte. Dilme Kodem Mechadam Yupater Davik Mishunaisim Minelis Mayel Davik Mishavira Dal Dam Es Potter. So this Rabbi Ben Hanano is a huge pella from the beginning till the end. Let's start with the first side of Rabbeinu Hananel. First side of Rabbeinu Hananel. First of all, you have to realize one simple thing that what's the first basic difference between Rashi and Rabbeinu Hananel? The actual case. According to Rashi, he ran himself to get it, but he intercepted it not where it was supposed to land. It's Rashi's pshat. Rabbeinu Hananel's pshat is he ran and he caught it where it was supposed to land, not in any other place. So therefore, Rabbeinu Hananel says, what's the first tzad? Of course you should be chayv. Why not? Threw it. It ended up landing where it was supposed to land. He, in fact, caught it there. It's, it's better than any case of zrik. If you chayv for any case of zrik, for sure you should be chayv in this case. It's even better than zrik. In every case of zrik, you have a question, how am I chayv for hanocha that happened in Mela? Over here, you actually went and caught, made sure to do the melacha behider. Not only to throw it, but you're going to go and catch the mechayfets as well. So why shouldn't you be chayv? That's the first sad of Rabbi Nechanano. But the Rishayim asked, the Ramban asks on Rabbi Nechanano, it doesn't fit into the Lashon of the Gemara. It does not fit into the Lashon of the Gemara at all. Why? Because what, what, how does the Gemara explain the first sad? According to the gifts of Rabbi Nechanano. Kishnei, shnei kaiches. Shnei kaiches, kishnei b'nei adam d'ami v'chayev. There are shnei kaiches, and he's like two people, and therefore he will be chayev. What's the shnei kaiches? Where's the shnei kaiches? There's one kayach. 
There's no Shnei Kaiches here. He threw it. And that's it. He didn't intervene and change what he did in the beginning. When he comes later and catches it, so there's a new Kayach that he's doing here. <coughs> there's a second Kayach. So the pastors, you think, yeah, but a he went and caught it. That, that's, he did that Kira and then he did that. That's not called Shnei Kaiches. It's not called Shnei Kaiches. When a person does Akira and Anoch, that's called Shnei Kaiches, not Shnei Kaiches. Shnei Kaiches means that the first Kayach and the second Kayach have nothing to do with each other. There's no, there's no Hemshech between the first, that's according to Rashi, and it's not what Shnei Kaiches means. The Akira does not lead to this Anoch, the Anoch did not happen because of this Akira, that's Shnei Kaiches. But according to Rabbeinu Hananel, what's the Shnei Kaiches? He caught it where it was supposed to land. It's one Kayach, it went and it landed with that Kayach. That's Ramban's question, Rabbeinu Hananel. <coughs> In the second tzad, so what does it say in Taisviz? Why should he be potter? Because This is very hard to understand. This, 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 this says it. What, what, what's Taisviz saying? What is Taisviz saying? First of all, what is this union of A person standing in the Shusarabim and he's He's nice in the chayfet from his right hand to his left hand, and it's, an, it's, a, it's a, a length of dal damas. So why is he potter? Why is he potter in such a case? The pashtus, the reason why he's potter is, and this is what the Taisus Rosh basically says here, and this is what the Sfasemis over here says, Barichis, the reason why he potter is because the chayfet didn't move anywhere, did not go anywhere. The chayfet, literally, it's keilu. The chayfet didn't budge a, 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 a one centimeter. Why not? Because where's the Mokimah Anocha of the Chayfetz when it was in your hand and your right hand? The Guf, wherever the Guf is. So your Guf is in one place. When it's in your left hand in a different location. Your Guf remained in one place. The Akira of your Yad didn't do anything. Huh? One second, one second, one second. So again, the Pashtas, is the reason why by Mimina Yilismaila Yipater is because there's no movement whatsoever. Nothing. That's the pshat. So then, when it comes to the case that Argamot is speaking about, when a person throws it and then he goes and catches it, how could he say it didn't move anywhere? How could he say that? Of course, it moved. He went. He 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 threw it off his body, and then he went and then he walked and caught it in another place. Of course, it moved. If he's standing in one place and he's just nice, naimi meaningless smiley, so because his body didn't move, so that kira of his yad is not called an akira bechlal. Not only that, the Sfasema says, when Taisu says, you could add to that even more. Not only, how about if he picked it up from the ground with his right hand and then put it into his left hand and never made another Hanukkah on the ground? He's also going to be Potter. Why? Because his hand that's at the end of Dalaramis is not really yet Dalaramis. When his hand is at the end of Dalaramis, it's really connected to his body, which is not in that distance of Dalaramis. You picked it up on the ground, and then your left hand is far enough to be Dalaramis, but your body is not. So if you never put it down yet on the ground in the, in the next place, so then you're still going to be potter. And the same thing also, if it was in your hand, and you put it into your left hand, and then you put it down on the ground, you should also still be potter. Because the place that you put it down is not Dalaramis away, from where you took it from your right hand, because your right hand is connected to your guf, and your guf is not Dalaramas away from where you ended up putting it down. So it's not even only So what are you going to say? If a person throws something, so Taisus compares this to our sugya. If a person throws something, and then it lands on the ground, he's also going to be putter. Of course not. By even if you put it down, you should be putter. This, this line of Taisus is a very big pillar. So in the Rabbeinu Hananel it actually says a different spot. If you look into our what Rabbeinu Hananel himself actually says he never gives this dogma of Rabbeinu Hananel says something else. The mokim of the akira is the mokim of the anoch. What does it say in Ben Chananel? Ben Chananel says that the mokim of the akira is the mokim of the anoch. It's, it's, it's different than what it says in places. 
In the Lashon of Taisvis, Havira Mimina Lismaila, actually, Taisvis doesn't say anything. I mean, Taisvis just says, Mimina Lismaila, that's it. But in the Lashon of Taisvis, when he says, Mimina Lismaila, the way to explain why Vidir is Pater would be very simple, because it didn't move the cloud. There's no movement. Anything that's still on your body, whether the right hand, whether the left hand, that's not called moving. That's, that's, the body is the feet, which is on the ground in one place. There's no movement whatsoever. Rabbeinu Hananel is saying something else. Rabbeinu Hananel is saying, and the Hanamiyid Beferish did move. Oh, so Mimina Lismaila, the Chayfits did move. However, it didn't move out of its mocking. It all still stayed in the same mocking. That's what Rabbeinu Hananel is saying. Why is it all still in the same mocking? Because your body is in the same place. That's what he means. No? It ends up landing on the same body. Again, Rabbeinu Hananel is saying, a taich over here, what this means. Not the pshat that it didn't move, bilchla, it moved. Elamai, but it all moved within the same mocking. Why? Because you threw it from your body and then you ran with your body there to catch it. So therefore it's back on the same body. So if it's back on the same body, so it's back on the same mocking. It moved, it did move. But the problem is it's back on the same goof. The same goof is the same mocking. Uh, it still doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't it make any sense? So the shaila is, like Mati is asking, hey, what happens when a person walks with a chayfetz? If you walk Dal Damas into the Shusharaven with the chayfetz, what happens then? It's also still on the same mokim. You're walking with your body, and there were the chayfetz in the beginning of the malacha was in, in, on, on your body, and then when you continue walking and you stop, it's vital on the same body. So why should you be chayv any time you maver Dal Damas with the According to what the Tzvari, you should be chayv only if you picked it up from the ground and put it back down on the ground. If the chayfetz is on the person the entire time that he's walking, so it moved, but it's still on the same mokim, it's still on the same body. What's this musig? What is this thing that he didn't take it all from the mokim, from, from his body? But if you think about it, it's not the same thing. So let's think about these two cases. When a person walks with a chayfetz, and the chayfetz is on his body the entire time, or a person that threw the chayfetz off his body and then ran and caught the chayfetz on his body after Dal Damas. Not the same thing. What's the difference? What's the husband of the difference? Shas, the person is walking with the chayfetz the entire time. What's, where, from where is he being oiked the chayfetz? He's being oiked the chayfetz from the ground, not from his gof. Akira's guvai, akira's chayfetz, dummy. When you're oiking your gof with the chayfetz on it, you will oike the chayfetz. Not from your guf. The reason you chayev, when you walk with a chayfetz, is because I was oike the chayfetz from one place in the Rishos and I brought it to another place in the Rishos Not that kid, that kid is not from the guf. The chayfetz is on the guf. And what happens then? The chayfetz is like it's on the floor in that location where your guf is. Then you'll walk to another place. So it's kilu, you put it down in the Rishos in that place where you came to. When you throw a chayfetz from your gulf, so over here it's different. Over here, you didn't walk together with your gulf. Over here you threw it. So if you threw it, so over here, the akira of the chayfetz, befetish, is from your gulf. You threw it, with your, you threw it from your gulf. If you leave the chayfetz on your gulf the entire time, and then you walk with it, so the akira wasn't from your gulf. The akira was from the makkaim where the chayfetz is, which is the karka. If you have in the, in the Rishu Sarabim, what happens if you have in the Rishu Sarabim one chayfetz and then on top of it there's another chayfetz? And you pick up both chayfetzim together. So the top chayfetz, where did you pick it up from? You picked it up from the, the bottom chayfetz, you didn't pick it up from the bottom chayfetz. These two chayfetzim are in the Rishu Sarabim there. One chayfetz is on top of the other chayfetz. That's the case when a person is walking. Shas, a person is walking. He picks up his body with a chayfetz that's on top of his body. The chayfetz that he's picking up together with his body, he picks it up from the floor in the place where he is and he's walking to a new location. Shank, when you throw something and you leave your body where it is, you would just oike the chayfetz from your body. Your body stayed where it is. And you will oike the chayfetz from your body and you threw it. And now you run with your body and you go and you catch it in another place. It's the same gof, it's the same mock. That's the chayr of the svar But it's still not good enough. It's still not glatic because soft, soft, the guf, the man of shach, I mean, the guf of a person in a rishus the guf of a person in a rishus 
is, is a Matthias for himself? Is that a shus for himself? He's not a shus for himself. The Rishayim say, it's actually over here on Dafhei, earlier over here, the Rajba who brings a Ravid as well, that says that a guf of a person in a Rishos is Bechlal not a Matthias for himself. What status does his guf have? Whatever that Rishos is. The Oni gives it to the Balabais, the Balabais gives it to the Oni. The Oni is a Rishos Arabim and the Balabais is a Rishos Yachid. There's no Matthias of the Oni. The, a person doesn't become a Rishos. So when a, when a person has something, is holding something in a Rishos, his body is part of the Rishos. That's what his body is. So even when you throw, if so, even when you throw the Chayfetz, where did you throw it from? Did you throw it from your body or did you throw it from the Rishos that you're in? A person is not a Metzius for himself, Bechlal. He threw it from the place in this Rishos where he's in. And then when it lands and he goes with his guf there, so it landed on that spot in the Rishos over there. If the guf of a person would be a Metzius for itself, so then you could say the Svar of Rabbeinu Hananel. That it started off in the guf and it landed on his guf as well. And that kid is from his guf, but that kid is not from your guf, that kid is from the Rishos. The, the body of a person in the Rishos is not a Rishos for itself, Pachlal. It's a Rishos. It's part of the Rishos. Elamai, so here comes the Nukudah. This, this is the Nukudah of what the suffix of the Gemara was according to Rabbein Hanano. This, this question over here, what is the gather of a guf of an Adam in a Rishos? It's a double butter that the goof of the Adam is bottled to the Rishos. But how? How is he bottled to the Rishos? <coughs> so I'll explain it to you with the famous word that the Rebbe brings in Sikhs many, many times. When you get to the, the, the din of Mashikona Evet Kona Rabbi. What's the Allah of Mashikona Evet Kona Rabbi? Pashtus the Pshat is the Evet is Kaina for himself, whatever he's Kaina. And then the Evet, whatever he owns, yes. He's owned by an Odoin, so then what he owns goes to the Odoin. That would be the Pashtub Shat. Mashakona Evet, which means he befetishes Kainit, but then from the Evet it goes to Rabbi. But then there's the Rajba that says, the Rebbe brings this in many places to explain what the Emerson Musag of the Bittel of an Evet is. That Mashakona Evet, Kona Rabbi, doesn't mean that it goes to the Evet, and then from the Evet it goes to Rabbi. Mashakona Evet, Kona Rabbi, the Rabbi is Lachatchila Kainit. The Evet was never Kainit. Hayes is owned by Rabbi. Whatever he got goes directly to Rabbi. He's not a Metzius for himself in the first place. That's the Shiloh. Over here, we're going to get to the guf of a person that's in a Rishos. When you get to the Metzius of a person that's in a Rishos, that's the Shiloh there. It's, there's no question about it that a Metzius of a person in a Rishos is not a Rishos for himself. He is that Rishos. When I put it into the hands of the Oni, which is in the Rishos Rabbim, I just put the Chayvitz into the Rishos Rabbim. But the question is, how does it work, though? Is the Pshat that I put it into the hands of the Oni? The Oni Befeirish is a certain Mokkaim. He's not the Mokkaim of the Rishos. The Oni is a Metzius. He he's, he's a Metzius with Natsmith. It's a Mokkaim. Elamai, this Oni, which is a Mokkaim, is bottled to the Rishos. And therefore, when it comes into his hand, you just you, you put it into a Mokkaim that then becomes bottled to the Rishos. Or no. It's, it's, you, don't, you don't have to take... There's no two steps to this. There's no two steps. The Oni is the Rishos Rabbim. When the Oni is standing in the Rishos Rabbim, that's who he is. Mitzad the Malachet, the Oni is Bechlal Nar Metzis. He's a Metzis of Rishos Rabbim. And when, when you stand in the Rishos Yachid, Mitzad is Malachet, you are part, you're an extension. You push it an extension of the Rishos Yachid. The, the, the human body is an extension of that Rishos that he's in. Lagabi is Malachet. That's the Shiloh here. So what's, what's the Pshat? If you're going to say that the person, the guf of the person is Mamish, an extension of his Rishos, so then you should be Chayev. You threw the Chayfetz, you went and you caught it in another place. Who cares if it's the same guf? Who cares if it's the same guf? The guf is not Tevis Makim Bachlal. When you threw it, you threw it from the Makim in this Rishos. When you caught it, even though it's the same guf, but you caught it in the Makim of that Rishos. When your guf was in this place, so your guf was part of the Rishos here, it was an extension of the Rishos here. When your guf is in another place, now your guf is an extension of that place. It's like two different gufim, they have nothing to do with each other. Mashenken, if you're going to say, no, the guf, it's, it's, it's two steps. The guf is a Metzius. Elamai, when it comes on to the guf, so then through the guf, it goes into the Rishos. But first it has to go onto the guf. The guf befetish is a Metzius. So that's not going to work. Then you're not going to be chayv. Because sof sof at the first rega, the 
first rega when it landed, it landed on the same gulf where it came from. Okay, there's more to it, but there's not enough time. One second, let me just finish off with one vart. To fa'amfer, the shaila of the rishaynim, that l'chayre, there's no shnei kaiches here. What kind of a shnei kaiches? Where are the shnei kaiches regarding this case? If you ran and caught it in the place where it was supposed to land, it's the same kaiach, there's no second kaiach. The taritz is, first of all, if you look in the Lashon of Rabbein Hanan, you'll see, Rabbein Hanan says, shnei kaiches of halalu. Ben Hanan himself says what the Shnei Kaiches are. What are Shnei Kaiches of Alolu? Shezarak, Vishenekar, Vikibel. He adds the word Vishenekar. Not only Kibel, the Shnei Kaiches is not that he threw it and then he was Makabala there. The fact that he was Makabala there is not a new Kayach. He was Makabala where it was supposed to land. The Lashon of Ben Hanan adds it is a Shenekar. You picked up your body from here and you went to another place. What happens when you pick up your body and you go to another place? If you're going to say that the mitzvah of a person is not completely bottled to the rishos, wherever I am, I'm a mitzvah for myself. Elamai, then, what's in my hands, as a secondary thing, becomes bottled to the rishos. But the etzim, I'm a mitzvah for myself. So then when I go from here to there, the etzim mitzvah of who I am never changed. But if you're going to say the pshat is, when you, whichever location you're in, you become an extension of that place. If you're in a rishos ayachid, what are you? You're a Metzius of Rishus HaYachid. When you go on to the Rishus HaRabim, you're a Metzius of Rishus HaRabim. In Dal Damas and Rishus HaRabim, you're either an extension of this spot in the Rishus HaRabim, or you're an extension of another spot in the Rishus HaRabim. When you aiki yourself to a new place, you change your whole Metzius. It's like two different people. Legabe, this Moloch, it's mamish like two different people. Shnei B'nei Adam. That's what Rabbein, that's what Rabbein Hanan is being the Chadash over here. The Shnei Kaiches. What are the Shnei Kaiches? The Shnei Kaiches is, one thing is that I threw the Chaifetz. Then another Kaiach that the person did is that he went to a new location and it's not Stam that he's technically in a, no, when you're in a new location you, you became a new Metzius. You just did a whole new thing. Before you were an extension of this spot in the Shusarabim, now you're an extension of a new spot in the Shusarabim. Or no, or maybe not. Maybe it's the same person here, it's the same person there. You don't become an extension of the Rishul Sarabim. It's Odom Echad. It's the Zelda Mensch. That's the Shail of the Gemara, according to Rabbi Nechananel.